Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai. Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to Prismatic Guard on the We Play RPGs podcast network. I am your wonderful, enigmatic, often beloved host, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby, and I play Flint. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I'm Ashley, and I play Margot. And this episode, like many episodes, is brought to you by Metallic Dice Games. Did you hear that? That's one of their metal dice. This particular one is uh, purple enamel, but gold-plated on the numbers and edges. Um, it is one of my favorites. But they also sell gemstone dice. Like I have some amethyst dice. Listen to that. Oh no, I rolled a one. You angered them. I angered them. I talked about the metal ones first. But if you go to metallicdicegames.com, you will have access to metal dice, awesome resin dice. Uh, stone dice, dice towers, dice trays, dice bags. And if you uh, use our coupon code, play it forward, you get 10% off your entire order. This episode is also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee, of which I drank a cup earlier because I was very tired this afternoon. Specifically, I drank some Goodberry, which has this really nice, like, raspberry, blueberry kind of aftertaste to it. And if you want to try that or maybe Initiative that has, like, a toffee aftertaste, then you would head over to foundfamiliar.com, pick out what you want to get. They have sample bags, which make about two to three cups of coffee. You can get it whole bean or pre-ground. And if you use our coupon code, play it forward, you get 10% off your entire order. And finally, this episode is brought to you by me. Not just because I, I run the entire network, but because I make dope-ass cosplay props. Just ask Abby. I made her an axe. The axe is very cool. But I also make things like Thor's hammer, Wolverine claws, uh, Stormbreaker from the movies and the comic books. And if you go to royalartisanprops.com, follow the links, you'll get to my Etsy store. And if you use the coupon code LISTENER, you get 10% off your entire order. Now, last time, I'm trying to remember what happened last time. Well, really, you, been you, that have, you, have to, you have to try and remember... What do you mean it wasn't that big? You set Crystal our house on fire, seared asshole. Seared into my memory banks. Yes, I set your house on fire. Had Flint be betrayed by the only brother he's ever known. And you guys had to escape with your uh, adopted children. Margo's with uh, Emir digging down to the sewers, and the rest of us are fleeing the backyard. Mm-hmm. This was... Uh, after uh, Rawl hopped through one of the windows from underneath your house where he lives uh, with a bunch of gear that you guys don't know how he got. Uh, and then his buddy Doc and his pet wolf burst through the door. Wearing a full set of bronze battle armor. Yep, the wolf was decked out in full plate armor. Um, I love that. Well, you know, you find stuff sometimes. And uh, this episode, we will start off, it has been one week since the homestead burned. 
Um, luckily, the fire wasn't too extensive. The building is not habitable anymore, but it didn't fully collapse. Um, Margot, you were able to find your fire newt. That's good. Um, obviously, it was unharmed in the blaze. Yeah. <laughs> um, and all of your magic items survived the fire. I... A house fire isn't nearly powerful enough to destroy a bag of holding or something like that. That's good. But most, if not all, of your mundane possessions have been destroyed. You all had been staying at an inn, but it was only a couple of days before Lady Claire heard what happened and... um Putting the caveat that she doesn't want to push any boundaries, but uh, that she would be delighted if you all would make use of her manor home uh, until you found a new home or rebuilt this one, um, as it would be, uh, as she put it, it would be better for the uh, children to not be crammed up on the top floor of this inn. She has a good point, so Flint's I really think we should accept. Um and the last few days have been interesting. Um Rovarth and Margot, you have never actually all three of you, you've never lived in the kind of luxury that exists in this manor house. Like, Flint, there's a guy whose job it is to shave your face for you. Flint, he tries. Flint tells him, no, 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 no. Yeah. Leave the stuff. Go away. Flint Flint takes the uh, Sam Vimes rule to shaving in that he's the only one he trusts to hold a knife to his throat. Yeah. Like, there are, like, things Flint's okay with when he has money. This is not one of them. Like, excuse you, I know how to shave my own goddamn face. <laughs> it's also this fascinating thing, I think, for Flint, um, but definitely for Rovarth to watch Lady Claire interact with the children because she is just absolutely delighted to interact with them. And very quickly, Kieran refers to her as Grandma. And she kind of looks to Flint like, should I correct him? Uh, Flint just like uh, Flint just kind of gives a thumbs up, like, yeah, okay, this is what we're doing now. Yeah, this is so sweet. Um, and once that happens, she's like, yes, I am Grandma Claire, one hundred percent. Um, <laughs> like Flint sees no point in correcting this. Like she, she's very. She seems like a really good person, and it clearly makes her happy. Yeah. Roverth, I think, because you have the most most parental energy out of everyone, I think you pick up a little bit easier than everyone else that everything Lady Claire does is clearly her trying to subtly read whether or not Flint approves of the action. Like, she doesn't want to make any decisions for your family. But you would also be able to tell that her interactions with these kids is more of this like second chance kind of thing. You know, she didn't get to raise Flint. Um, but now she, there are like the three stages of a child's life <laughs> all at once in her home. <laughs> it's so, it's so sweet and adorable. Rawl has come by a few times um, just to see how you're doing mostly, but also asking if it's cool if he still lives under the floorboards. Like the floorboards of the old house? The one that burned? Yeah, it didn't fully collapse. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, man, it's fine. I have no problem with it, but if it starts getting um, too unstable, leave immediately. Yeah, no problem, boss. It's delightful. And you guys, in this whole week, you guys haven't heard anything from Vanya. Like, 
haven't seen hide nor hair of him. But Flint, I think it's fair to say that you know he's not giving up. Of course not. He's laying a little, like, um, Flint will bring it up eventually, like, um, when uh, he, Margo, and Rovarth are alone, like, Vanya's planning. He'd do this sometimes. He'd attack some uh, something, then uh, give it a few days to let it let down its guard and come back. Well, it seems we need to do something about this. And giving it to him is not on the table. Um, how far along was Lord Benton with our task? Which task, sorry? Uh, figuring out where the map stone went to. Um, last you had heard, like last you had spoken to him about it, he was, he felt like he was incredibly close. It was mostly just, at this point, it's mostly just trying to account for possible geographical changes. Okay. You know, a town gets built here and it kind of reroutes the river here, you know? All right. Then I will, um, I will, will wait until he gives word that he has completed that. And I'll, I'll check in with him. Uh, every couple, you know, whenever it feels appropriate amount of time to see how far yeah. he's come along. Exactly a week since the homestead burned, uh, Sergeant Wen comes by. And this isn't the first time. I mean, she's come to check on everybody. Um, but this time, you know, you all meet her in the drawing room and she's standing at attention in her uniform and her chainmail and all that, and she says, um, there's something at the station that I think the three of you need to see. Okay. Oh, I don't like the sound of that, but he goes anyway. Needs to be done. Yeah. She takes you guys to Station House 1, where she works in the Crown, and she uh, leads you downstairs um, to the morgue. Oh. And, uh, she says, um, I'm sorry. And lifts a sheet off of a corpse. And it appears to be Roscoe Suitfoot. Oh, shit. Uh, Flint, uh, has his, uh, hand over his mouth and is, uh, trying really hard not to, not to throw up. Like, yeah, we've all seen corpses, but it's kind of different when it's one of your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she says he was... Um, he was found by a sewer worker. Uh, one of the city workers in the sewers. And uh, our investigator estimates about a, a week he was down there a week uh flint asks if uh anything was found on him because my thought now is what happened to the shield um yeah she goes here were all the things found on him and you see pretty much all of his belongings um his sword his or actually his sword is gone his uh but his bracers are still there the amulet of non-detection is still there other than the sword, the only things missing are his prismatic guard badge that I believe he showed to Rovarth mm-hmm. and the Barone shield. That's suspect. I mean, obviously he didn't just die of natural causes. Like, what happened? Um, she says um, multiple stab wounds some from a maybe an axe some from a dagger of some kind jesus if anybody wanted to either make an investigation check or um, a medicine check like medicine check to see if that's what killed him uh or investigation to see if there are any more clues on the body uh 16 16 um yeah you see the, uh, well, is anyone going to assist Flint? Oh, wait, no, that's uh, 19. Yeah. Sorry, I uh, miscount my bonus. Ah, 
19. Then you do not need assistance. Uh, you find several injuries that um, very likely wouldn't have been accounted for if the person wasn't familiar with magic. But some of these... Make an arcana check for me. Okay. Call it DC 15. If you make that available to me, I will help you with it. I think if Flint uh, points out the wounds, you'd be able to make that roll too. That's a 26. Or never mind. 26. You are positive that men, uh, many of these wounds, some of them are kind of an Eldritch Blast, maybe. Um, but some of them, you are positive, are Sacred Flame. Hmm. That some of these wounds, um, these are magic. There's a lot of them. Some of them look like Sacred Flame, though. Also possibly an Eldritch Blast, but I don't know. S Sacred Flame is a... Cleric spell. Cleric and Paladins. Yeah, you know, traditionally, that's a spell that only really clerics use. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are clerics typically, like, just religious, or...? Um, they don't necessarily have to be. Okay. Like, they, they draw power from a deity, but that doesn't mean they necessarily are part of a religious organization. Yeah. And, and even then, they don't necessarily draw power from a deity. That's true. They commonly do. But clerics are also rare. Having, like, clerics, like paladins, having the kind of conv conviction to just manifest magic is rare. Kind of equally as rare as the kind of people who have the wherewithal to study magic like wizards do, or, or study magic like bards do, or alchemists. Really, the only ones that are that shouldn't be as rare as they are warlocks. All you gotta do is, like, sell your soul. His badge is missing. I wonder if the Church and of... And says, what badge? Flint looks at Rovarth. Prismatic Guard badge. Uh, his... Which is interesting. Yeah. The shield I can understand. Prismatic Guard? Yeah. That's real? Apparently. I mean, everybody hears the kid's story, but I didn't... Wow. Uh, the details we got were vague, but yeah, it's real. I wonder if someone in there didn't like something he did. Maybe. That's a lead I can follow. Um, but I'm showing you this to help identify the body, and because I figured you would have some information that we wouldn't have access to... But you absolutely cannot investigate this. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I don't think we're, we really... Um, I think there's more pressing concerns right now. Like, you know, finding our house and making sure... Uh, making sure Vanya's not going to come back and kill us all. Right. And I certainly wouldn't, I would assume that that would be your priority if I didn't know for a fact that some of you go off and do vigilante shit in my city all the time. Mm -hmm. My main concern is the shield. Um, with it being... So other things that are not legends, that are actually are real, is uh, Baron's shield. Okay. That is also helpful information. Which Roscoe had uh, before, well, I'm assuming whoever killed them stole the shield. That would be my assumption, too. Um, the shield might have been what they were after. But, like I said, I you guys cannot investigate this. You can't go looking for that shield. You can't go looking for Roscoe's murderers or mur murderer murderers, whichever it happens to be because I cannot protect you from the consequences of interfering with this investigation. Okay. Right. I will respect your judgment on that. Thank you for telling, thank you for telling us Sergeant Wen. Thank you for the warning. And she puts her hand on Rovar's arm because 
Are you going to be okay? Um, well, it's not the first time I've lost a good friend, but um, I'll manage. It's not going to be easy, but I'll manage. Yeah, she squeezes your arm a little bit and goes, All right, well, I'll let you all get back to your day, and good luck on the house hunt. I've been keeping an eye on the papers. They're looking to develop some of the properties uh, south of the wall. Thank you, Sergeant Wynn. I am distant. <laughs> what? <laughs> Lost in thought. <laughs> um, so while you guys, as you guys are getting ready to leave, um, now, Rovarth, when you've been contacting Benton, have you been going there in person or have you been using your message stone? Um, I would go in person if that doesn't inconvenience him. But I would, I would much prefer to, to um, meet in person. That's fine. I, I just wanted to make sure. Roscoe's message stone in the box of evidence starts mm-hmm. pinging. Oh. Um, is someone going to answer it? I will. Um, and you hear uh, you hear Lord Bet, and he goes, Ah, R- Roscoe, this is excellent. I've been trying to get a hold of you for some time. Uh, Betton, this is Rovarth. Oh. Roscoe's in the morgue. more convenient, actually. I, I'm sorry? I said Roscoe's in the morgue. Oh, unfortunately. My gods. I'm, I'm so sorry. We, uh, just learned about five minutes ago. I, I, do you, would you like some time? I mean, it, this is important information, but... If it has to deal with the map stone, I would very much like to know the information now because we have other matters that uh, are concerning and I'm hoping that your information may provide us a way to deal with those. Um, well, yes. Actually, it does have to do with the map stone. Well, well, let's let's hear it. Well, I need to show you. Uh, of course, of course. Um, I believe that I found where it leads to. Well, that is that is excellent news, and I will uh, give me one moment. Can everyone hear this, or is it just in my head? I imagine it functions a lot like a a cell phone, so like it's sort of in your head because uh, it is ultimately the message cantrip. Yeah, so everyone else is just hearing wah 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 wah, wah. <laughs> pretty much sort of kind of yeah like they know that you're talking to someone but they don't know what you're saying yeah they don't know what's on the other end of the yeah that's what matters uh so i'll i'll tell them give me one second let me relay the information and uh we'll be there as soon as we can you go um excellent i'll have kaylin meet you at the door very well and i will uh say well we got our lead on the map stone uh whenever we collect ourselves could be a good idea to go to Benton's house, and you'll have someone there waiting for us, and we'll uh, finally be able to get these guys off our back, I think. That sounds good. Okay. I'd like that. Because I'm not going to give it to them, but I will take it to its intended destination. So. I'd like the house to not catch fire again. Well, I mean, you have a really, really awesome aunt. Aunt? Is aunt the right word? Whatever. Yeah. I'm still processing that whole thing. (laughs) Like, Claire, it's like, okay, Mom, we're working on it. It's still kind of awkward. Uh, Mishura, a whole nother uh, discussion, because Flint's still a little scared of her. (laughs) I mean, rightfully so. Yeah. (laughs) To say that Rovarth's not a little concerned is an understatement. I feel like Lady Claire definitely would have explained that the reason uh, Jura pays attention, like pays attention to Claire, is because everyone in your father's orbit, as far as Jura is concerned, is a part of her horde. <laughs> no, see, I'm not worried about her. Um, like... Which now includes by that, and you you ask Lady Claire about, it and she's like, it might include. Rovarth, Margot, and the children as well. It's a little hard to say. She's very 
tight with information. Unsurprising. Like for me, it's more like it's a dragon. I'm going to be concerned, even if it's a friendly dragon. <laughs> what if it's a magic dragon? Oh, I mean, that's even more reason to be concerned. Dragon. What if it's friend? What if it's friends with someone named Pete? Okay, well that I can deal with. <laughs> so they have to be named Pete, and if they're not, then they're suspect. <laughs> no, Pete was not the name of the dragon. Correct. That's what I said. That they have to be friends with Pete. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you said they have to be named Pete. No, they have to be friends with Pete or their suspect. Yep. <laughs> um. So was there anything you guys wanted to do before? Uh, well, first question, are all of you going to go talk to Ben or is it just Rofarth? Is there something Margo and Flint wanted to do separate? Um... Rovarth would try and convince them to go and meet with Benton because this is important. Yeah, I was about to say, I was just going to tag along. Same with Flint. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's not just my deal at this point because we need a way to get rid of the the stone that doesn't involve giving it to Flint's brother. And this is the way to do it. <laughs> so Yes. Um... Okay. Uh, was there anything you guys wanted to do before you went to the museum? Um, I would do a quick little um, prayer and 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 sort of uh, reverence for Roscoe back at the uh, the new house before we go. I feel like okay. that'd be appropriate, but nothing major. All right. Then, if that is it for everyone, you will go meet. Um, you guys get to the museum, and with all the stuff you guys have gotten for Betton, um, and I believe he already told you that he has other people. Mm -hmm. You're not the only group of uh, adventurers that he has on retainer. But because of all that stuff, uh, the museum's actually busy. Um, Rovarth, you know that it has been because uh, you've been coming here every week or so. Mm -hmm. um, but Kaylin meets you at the front and leads you past a bunch of people who are learning about these various artifacts and are, you know, fascinated by the weapons and the uh, tapestries and all that stuff. Um, Benton's office is just as cluttered and seemingly disorganized as always. And he goes, oh, uh, Mr. Therai, Miss Margot, Mr. Mirax, it's, I'm glad you're here. I am sorry for your loss. Thank you. Thanks. But I do have something. And he holds up a uh, piece of vellum. He says, I had this made. And he holds it out and he goes, so I've found a map from around the, the early days of the Barony of Dragons. You're all familiar with that time period, yes? Uh, loosely. Not really? Yeah, not really. Uh, a, a quick summary is that for about 4,000 years, a group of dragons, uh, or the it's sometimes called the so Sovereignty of Dragons, um, a group of dragons conquered the world and ruled. Um, and this map is from the early days of the Sovereignty. Hmm. Um, so it's whatever this map stone leads to is thousands of years old. Wow. Um, and Rovarth, in that moment, you have this moment of dizziness. Mm -hmm. Like you kind of, your vision glazes over, you, you wobble a little bit. And you immediately have a vision of flying. 
Um, this is higher than you've ever been before, so you can't recognize the land or the mountains. Mm-hmm. But you fly and land on what should be a snowy mountaintop, but mm-hmm. it is barren of snow. And as you land, you can see that the rocky top of this mountain is actually the calcified bodies of hundreds or possibly thousands of dragons. Okay. And when you land, you lay down and close your eyes. And you wake up from this vision almost immediately. Okay. Um, So for everyone else, Rovarth just kind of wobbles for a second and then catches himself. You okay there? I'm fine. This wouldn't perhaps lead to the mountains, would it? Uh, yes. The northern part of the Dragon Spine Mountains, actually. Um, okay. Uh, I believe that this might just lead us to a a dragon graveyard, as it were. A graveyard? My word. I had a vision of myself flying under mountains that I have never seen before. Landing on a mountaintop, bare of snow, and the mountaintop is not made of any stone, but rather the fossilized bones of ancient dragons. So that's interesting. That's so hardcore. <laughs> what else am I supposed to say here? Like, like that's metal as fuck. always gets the most metal visions. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> hey, you want you want metal visions? Become a warlock. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Nah. Sometimes nah, bro. they terrify you. <laughs> um, yeah, Betton goes. That's f- fascinating. I was able to, I believe this map, he points at the one that he laid down in front of you in the first place, should um, get you close to where you need to be. Um, My suggestion would be to uh, take the rails to Felis and then from there travel to uh, Umaka Keep. Um, everybody make me a history check real quick. Okay. Um, Rovarth actually make this with advantage. Okay. Um, what did you say the, um, from Felos go to where? To Umaka Keep. Thanks. And what was everyone's history checks? I got a 14. I got an 18. What did you get, Margo? 19. 19. Cool. All of you know that Umaka Keep is on the east side of the Dragon Spine Mountains, way in the north. Um, it is a, one of the largest cobalt strongholds in the world. And what it is best known for is being the only place in the world to produce titanium. That's awesome. That's dope. Yeah, so like your armor, Rovarth, would have been built. Or would have been forged in Umaka Keep. That's so dope. Um, But Benton says, the kobolds are much more likely to be able to shed some information on where this dragon graveyard might be. Okay. Then we should go and speak to this person. Well, I don't know anyone specific there who might do this, help you, but someone there likely can. Yeah, should head that way. Yeah. Well, this this was awesome. Uh, thank you for the information, Benton. I'm glad to see that the museum is doing well, as usual. It's gotten busy since I was last here. Yeah, it definitely has. Um. Yes. Yes, it's... um. Quite nice, actually. Um, but is there anything I might be able to offer you? Know of any good places that are selling as far as houses? 
I do not. I read in the paper that something happened in your neighborhood. Yeah, that was our house. It burned down. It was, is, is that how, or, or Roscoe passed? No. no. Um, this was different. I don't want to tell you too much because the more information, potentially the worse. Um, but mm-hmm. let's just say that uh, we're on our way to rectify the situation uh, shortly. It's the danger of dealing with powerful artifacts is sometimes people come looking for them. And there are people who are irresponsible with such things. True. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you have a pleasant day. Again, thank you very much. It was it was good to see you again, even though I know I've been visiting you for quite some time. But uh, yeah, you guys should really stop by more. It's nice here. I like it. Thank you, Lord Button. It was nice seeing you again. And I'm just going to like furiously scribble this map poorly because I have terrible map ma- making I mean, he skills. was giving you the map. Well, I know, but I have... He made a map for I know, years. but I, I have a book of lore on dragons that's like, I imagine is about that mm. event. And I'm just going to like, Add the map at the very end, like graffiti it into the blank page. <laughs> There's just a scribbled handwriting and like a really shitty map. It's like, are they, are these trees? Oh, they're mountains. They look like trees. It works. It's fine. <laughs> you draw the coastline, kind of looking like a like a demented hill. It's a smiley Sorry, face. We're near a coastline. The coastline's a smiley face. <laughs> Oh my god. Anywho. There is no coastline. <laughs> That's why it's a smiley face. <laughs> I, I forget the shape of the map sometimes. I'm sorry, I don't have it out in front of me. No, you're fine. No, uh, the Dragonspine Mountains are run almost right down the center of the continent. Yeah. I I did remember that uh, detail. Yeah. If, now, if it was on the west side of the mountains, there might be a coastline. But it being on the east side of the mountains, there's no way. There's rivers. There's a real big fucking river. My little notes aside. What is the plan? Well, I think first things first, uh, we need to let people know we're leaving. We need to... I'll probably go shopping for winter clothes if we don't have any, because the mountains are going to be cold. And then uh, get our lightning rail tickets. Our old winter gear burned up in the in the fire. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think I would have carried that in the bag of holding. Are any of us concerned about the shield, like the Barone shield? I am very concerned about the Barone shield. Uh, however, I, we have been told very explicitly by my girlfriend not to meddle in the investigation because if we screw up, we will absolutely be arrested. When have and we there's a possibility directions? that the real killer may never be found. So I say we let the professionals handle their jobs. We go and get uh, the crazy, no offense, uh, demon summoning gentlemen off of our backs as much as okay. we can. And Devil summoning, sir. <sighs> Rovarth's not... That's he's average intelligence. <laughs> I literally for a second was like, is <laughs> I thought for a second he had shown up behind our backs because that's kind of the voice you use for him. And I had a mild panic. Oh, God. <laughs> Delightful. Anyway, oh, that's I, that... I agree with Robarth here. Like, um, unfortunately, um, as much as a big of the as big of a deal, the Bayron shield is unfortunately, um, Vanya is a, a bigger threat right now to us personally. I I really want to go and and investigate that shield, but we were explicitly told not to. So we're going to deal with what's in front of us. And if it's still an issue when we get back, we'll look into it then. Providing something else doesn't come up. But I need you to not jinx us. Well, I'm I'm just assuming that this is going to lead to another rabbit hole of trying to find some other thing. Because oh, that's how this has worked so far, but I may be wrong. Yeah, that's how this always works. We go to the we 
go to the tower. We end up looking for the mana stone. Next, you know, it's like, oh, hey, since we're here, let's find, let's find Elric. And then we just kickstart a rebellion. Oh, then we went looking for the map stone, and we ended up in a really difficult fight with some really crazy guys, so. Okay. We need well, to you went to go fight a bunch of crazy guys and found the map stone. Yeah, yeah but like, then in that room, that there were crazy guys we didn't have to fight necessarily, but because we wanted the map stone, we did. Because I think they were only in that one room. But anyway. That is correct. All right. Well, are we shopping or what? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, well, first we should tell people we're leaving, so that way they don't yeah. freak out that we're suddenly missing. I mean, I think we should at least give them some warning. We're not, we don't just show up to the back to the house with a bunch of gear and going, hey, we're going to leave for a few days. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Weeks. We go back to the house, we tell them, hey, we're going on a trip, we don't know how long it'll take, uh, we're about to go shopping for gear, and uh, we'll see you soon. That, that's that's what we should do. Yeah. To give the kiddos hugs and tell them we love them. They're not going to be happy, but, uh... Yeah, no, they're definitely not. Don't, this is, this is what we need um, to do. <laughs> do you tell them about Roscoe? 100%. This is not something you keep from people. Yeah, I, I think we should tell them, like, I don't think we should tell them the details yet. Just tell, just tell them, uh, why Sergeant Wen took, uh, came to us today. Alright. Um, Amir and Kieran get very upset hearing about Roscoe and that you guys are leaving. I I would explain it that we are leaving to do our best to make sure the bad those bad guys can't hurt us anymore. And that's why we're doing it. They can still be upset but that's the explanation I'm giving. Make a persuasion check. See if you can calm these crying children down. It's like, don't can worry, I assist? We're go fight the bad guys. Yeah. Um. Yes. I will. You know, be hugging them to try and comfort them too. So that's how I'm assisting. Okay. So roll with advantage. Thirteen. 13. Actually, no. My my. I forgot my charisma went up. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, it's not, it doesn't not work. <laughs> um, that definitely helps Hilda and Wooden adjust to it. You know, they understand you have to go do this to make sure that those demons and monsters don't come back. But, you know, nobody's happy about it. If yeah. only I'd taken proficiency and guys, in persuasion. <laughs> yeah. You guys kind of figure out pretty quickly. You gotta you gotta get moving if you're ever gonna move. Yeah. yeah. Uh Flint goes to um, talk to Lady Claire. I'm still stuck calling her Lady Claire in my head. Mm -hmm. And just uh tells her Yeah, that's fine. Hey, um we got a lead, so we're going to we're going out again. We're not sure how long it's going to take, but it's probably going to take a few weeks. Um, let's see. Because this is something Flint would know. Uh, just to get from... It's about eight hours to get from Seoul to Phyllis, but it'll be one way to Umaka Keep is going to be a couple weeks. It was going to be like a month, basically, total. A couple months. Yeah. yeah, best case scenario, you're looking at a month. It's, I mean, if we're lucky, we'll be back next month. All right. Yeah, and she She just holds your hand and goes, um, I have faith that you'll find me again. Flint, sque Flint squeezes her hand back. All right, so how are you guys? Are you guys taking the lightning rail to Fellas? Uh, yes. Yep. We are buying winter clothes, and then we are taking the lightning rail. Yeah, the winter clothes are a, a nothing cost. That's okay. so. <laughs> this is below. You us. guys have enough money that I don't. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we're rich. <laughs> 
That's we never great. spend any money, so we're even more rich. <laughs> that is how rich people stay rich. Oh, that makes me so fucking sad now. <laughs> Fuck. At least you guys literally earn your money. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. hey, at least there's that. We risk life and death fighting horrible monsters and bad people. Yeah. All right. So you guys, do you guys pay for um, first class? Um, sure. Why not? Yeah. You don't have to. Look, we've earned it. I, I think we have enough money at this sleep. point that we can do first class. All right. Yeah, you guys uh, pay for first class. It's very fancy. And about your the car you guys are in is it's not crowded at all. There, there's honestly only like maybe ten people include. Well, let's see. Wait, maybe like twelve people, including you three. But Margo, you immediately track that uh, one of the uh, cart pushers, one of the uh, people who's like serving you guys drinks, and two of the passengers are paying a lot of attention to you guys. Mm. I'm going to whisper to uh, with River and Flint and be like, hey. These guys are paying an awful lot of attention to us right now. Not really sure why. I want to look at them a little closer to see if they have any markings. Like, you know, if there might be something uh, like a weapon in there. Like kind of, you know, like outline on the pants or whatever. Okay. Just seeing if there's anything, any clues. Right. Uh, that, that'd be perception. Make an active perception check. Ooh, yeah, a natural 20, which for me okay. is 28. Well, with a 28, that that is beautiful. With a 28, you can tell that those three people, they're, there's some, some, some sort of illusion on them. What? That's so crazy. You're just able to spot... Basically, what it is, is that you're able to spot the, like... Kind of like in a video game when the graphics aren't quite... Where Mm -hmm. there's, like, a little glitch Mm -hmm. in the graphics. And it's something you might miss. But if you pay attention, you'll see it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to point that out to them as well. Like, look. They have an illusion of some sort. Like, you probably can't see it, but I can definitely see it. Actually, uh, fun fact, uh, one of my invocations that I picked was Witch Sight, uh, so I can see the true form of any shape changer or creature concealed by illusion or transmutation magic. Dope. While they're within 30 feet now, of me. Now, is that always on? That is. Within how? what distance of you? Uh, 30 feet. 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think it's a 15th level invocation. Wow, that's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rovarth, you have not been paying attention at all. Like yeah, you've no. been in your own thoughts about everything going on with Margot, leaving the kids again, what the fuck you're gonna do with this stone, what you know, with the mana stone, what's going on. But you look up and what you see that's fucking wild that you have that. <laughs> what you see are three red skinned humanoids with short pointed horns. And large red leathery wings, scale mail armor, it. Uh, and spears, and Vanya. I knew it! Fuck. Um, I'm going to... You're going to roll initiative is what you're going to do. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. I was going to try and pass a note along, but apparently that's not happening. No, I had them roll perceptions to see if they picked up on what you guys were... Oh, damn it. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just going to shout, Fanya, you motherfucker. <laughs> Did 
just you just go, oh, you son of a bitch. Now I'm going to call him out by name. I'm, I'm going to make a bigger scene as possible. All right. Well, the great thing about that is that this episode is over. <laughs> oh, you bitch, leaving us on a cliffhanger again. <laughs> of course. What I what am I expecting? Uh, so you guys uh, got pluggables? Yeah. Um, I have a Twitter, Instagram, and a TikTok. All are elvenly underscore e. I scream about things, and then I occasionally post art. So go forth, have fun if you want to see me scream into the void about the various shit you like throws at us. <laughs> like, like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have a YouTube channel. That is Aerosol Prime, E-R-A, S-Y-L, space P-R-I-M-E, where I play various role-playing video games and sometimes just, you know, whatever I feel like playing. And, uh, you know, I suspected there might be something happening on the train with events that transpired in our personal lives. But anywho, I'll leave you with that cryptic note. <laughs> I'm Ashley. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under the handle amcosplayclean. Um posting about RPGs and um, other nerdy things on those platforms. And you can find our sound engineer, Jay Booth, online at the Ludiverse podcast, the Asundered World podcast, and on all social media at Big Daddy Dice. Um, I'm looking at one of their D10s now, and it is very pointy. And you know where the fuck to find me. Get out of here. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.